The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Hi, this is Adrienne Barbeau. You're listening to Tech Talk Radio, and you're going to learn a lot. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Amanda. I'm Broadway. And I'm Justin. Hey, welcome back, my friend. Oh, man. <laughs> Where's this? It's been a while. Been? Yeah, it's where, been a while. Where, where you been? What have you been doing? Uh, golfing. You see, you get that golf pad thing and, and I do. The GPS, and you start going going bonkers on your game. I know. it's uh, It's been a lot of fun, uh, to be honest. And, and, I, and I, I failed to mention this a couple weeks ago when we actually did the review uh, for Golf Pad GPS. But if there's anybody out there that actually is interested in the product, it's they gave us a, a discount code so if you go to golf pad gps if you look up golf pad gps um and you use the code ttr for tech talk radio you'll get yourself 15 percent off whoa that's kind of cool has it helped it oh my gosh yes it has i mean i i, I the fact that the fact that i can like just take a shot and then it knows my prior history and it's like okay based on what you normally shoot which is really really bad mm-hmm. uh it says we recommend this club and I'm like, okay. So I, I mean, I listen to what it's like. It's like you said when we did the review of it. It's like having a personal caddy. It's, That's it's pretty really cool. cool. Yeah. Right, so now, where do you go? What like what website? Golfpadgps.com. All right. So golfpadgps.com. You go to purchase it. You put in the order code TTR, mm-hmm. and that'll give you what fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent off. All right. And then wait, now again, the app is free. But if you want to get the tags system, which is that little thing I talked about, where you're, uh, NFC goes in the back of your, each of your clubs. You tap your club to your bag, and then it registers your club. That's uh, $99, but with the code TTR, you'll get 50% off. Oh, that's awesome. Galaxy, too. I'm a Galaxy girl, so Gal- Samsung. So, what? Yeah. Oh, so you can use it with your Galaxy devices, too. Yeah. 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 So, like, Absolutely. all your different... I thought you were making some kind of star reference or something. No, I mean, it it works with with iPhone. It works with Android. I mean, it's it's all over the board. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. And, uh, you know, Broadway over there, he used to play golf. So, he's he's loving that. I actually liked to golf until I started gaining weight and getting fat. Well, maybe you get on the course. It'll help you. That's that will. Exactly. Yeah. That's what that's what they said. But. Well, then you can't. You got to stop using carts, dude. Carts don't help you. Walk the course. I don't I think a golf thought... bag once, and it and it just holds posters now. Like there's not even golf clubs in my golf bag. They're posters from from comic conventions and all kinds of stuff. So that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, you've never seen a chubby caddy. I don't think so. Have you? Yeah, not? right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, John Daly himself. I mean, he caddies. Well, he caddy John Daly's. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. He did. He did yeah. caddy, but he, yes. he's also a. A different type of guy. I think that's the name of the show this week. I've never seen a chubby caddy. <laughs> oh, I like it. Are you that speaking of posters? And that's, that, that's a record, dude. We, we did that in within three minutes. We've already come up with the title of the show. That's, that is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of, of posters and stuff like that, uh, you know, this past week, some people are saying it really wasn't worth it. Other people are saying, yes, it was, it was certainly worth it. The virtual Comic-Con at home. And I don't know if we we go way back. We go back, way back with Amanda, who's holding up. Amanda, Amanda was like, "I'm in the front row." I was in line on Tuesday. Had all the signs around the house. I will send you you guys. Did you stop a tit? You know what? I didn't. That's the only thing I didn't have. (laughs) But But I had. I made my paint stick sign. I got my badges ready. I had all signs are all around the house. So I'll send you video clips and stuff you can throw up on the site. But well, you know, the, the Comic Con has gone is gone from being uh, a thing where it was and we talked about this years ago with you, uh, has been a thing where it went from being comic books to movies, television, yeah. uh, you know, role playing games and all that. And I mean it kind of to me it seemed like the main reason people were checking out Comic-Con at home that weren't able ever to able to make it to San Diego and they could watch this stuff for free, which is kind of cool, is because of the movies. I mean, Bill and Ted, a panel with them talking about face and music. Although I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot because they put out the announcement before they were going to do their, their you know big appearance saying, hey, yeah, it's going to be on video on demand on September 1st, yeah. which was kind yeah. of a drag. What, what did you I, think? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of cool because it was like you were at home, right? But then it's like you kind of, I mean, you miss the the people. Like, because when you go to Comic-Con, there's like different people, different areas, different, like, 
you know, you go to the 500 First Legion booth, you go to the Mandalorian booth, you get to see all these people, you're waiting in line for a panel or something or to go into some experience and you see people like Grant Imahara, you know, you oh, see people like Grant Harry Imahara, Byron, R.I.P. you see people like, you know, I'm sorry to bring it up, but like, I was literally standing in line and he reached out to shake my hand. Like that was That's an awesome. experience. That was oh, the last wow. time that I went to Comic-Con. You know, when I was when I was living in San Diego, when I was working for you know the 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 local TV station there, KSWB, which is uh, the Fox affiliate, it was interesting during the time of Comic Con. It was crazy to be an engineer on staff, and I, my my door to my office was right next to the green room. Oh wow! And during the week of Comic Con, it would not be unheard of to see Klingons. Followed by fairies, <laughs> followed by Spider-Man, followed by Iron Man, followed by Superman, and then the one and only, in reality, Stan Lee, walking oh, by yeah. my office door. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, there was just so many characters that would come to the station to promote Comic-Con. And, and I, was, I was very fortunate to be able to have a photo uh, with Stan Lee. And actually, um, that's one of the photos in my background. It's an autographed photo of Stan Lee that he signed himself right there. That is pretty right, cool. Right there. <laughs> I would never make it as a weatherman. I can't do the whole reverse <laughs> thing. Um, but, yeah, so Stan Lee, I got to meet him in person, and uh, I actually printed off that photo on a color uh, uh, printer at work because I knew he was there. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I had to find a headshot. I printed it off on a color uh, printer. I took it to him and said, Mr. Lee, can I get a photo with you, and can I have you autograph this? And he's like, of course. And he took a photo, and he, of course he said his famous tagline, Excelsior. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that was so that was so awesome. But, I mean, to see all these different characters walking by. I mean, I remember one day seeing Smurfs followed by Family Guy characters. And I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. Was that guy there? There's a Seth, guy. Seth MacFarlane? He's, he's, no, Tron no. Tron guy. Tron guy. He's a really, no, he's a really big guy, and he looks just like... Oh, Honestly, Peter Green. Uh, he Peter, looks like yeah. Peter Green, and he even talks like him. Yeah, yeah, no. He, I, I, that was later. That was after yeah. I had already left that station when he became famous. And that guy uh, still does stuff on the web. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who, who would yeah, you say, I, Amanda, who would you say is the most, like, the biggest person you met at Comic-Con when oh you went to gosh. those? Um, I mean, meeting Mark Graham's Ham pretty Mark cool. Hamill. Mark Hamill. See, Mark Hamill. Come oh on. I mean, goodness. I walked, like, literally, like, walked up. But I, I will tell you, you know, I'm going to go back, take it back to 1996. Way back to Comic-Con. I mean, not that far, but. Um, Are you talking I about San Diego Comic-Con? Yes, San Diego. Okay. Sorry, San Diego Comic-Con. So when we went to there, um, I think it was 96, 97, and it was ready for, like, Spawn, the movie oh, yeah. coming out. It was a big deal, right? My husband's huge into Spawn, and like he got me into Spawn. My favorite character of all is Chapel. Well, he's a guy in the comic books. So there was actually a guy dressed like Chapel. So I've got a picture with him. And That's then cool. we literally walked up to the image booth and we're like, you are, <laughs> you know, like, like you're Spawn. Like you made this, like you did Spider-Man. Really like cool. you did, like you're Todd McFarlane. Like yeah, you're standing, yeah. you're talking and having a conversation with me. That's the part that I missed of Comic-Con this year yeah. because you couldn't have those conversations. This... And then on online on like YouTube platform, there wasn't a lot of interaction because they were just releasing the content. But on Twitch, a lot of the podcasters had like special channels or they had a panel or they had something on. So it was cool. You can go in and interact with people. So that kind of brought it back home. I just think it's cool. I think it's cool, though, that the younger generation um, and Amanda, I'm I'm considering you in this as well, because, I mean, you're, you're I got an older daughter that's almost your age. So your generation all the way down to the, the teens now, like you just said, way back in 96, that's when E3 and Comic-Con were sort of like these two. Oh, yeah, they were. We, we all knew that they were heading in the same direction, yeah. but they've been able to stay apart, but still merge. And that's the part that for me, because I remember, I mean, Andy, I went to. You remember I was in Atlanta at that time, yeah. And I was yeah. in Atlanta, and you had you were like, "Hey, we can't get out there. Can you go over to the show?" And I'm like, "Of course." That's right, you did, didn't and you? Yes, yes. I was just too dumb to write anything about what I did, and I tried to record it, but you know. Anyway, long story short, y'all, <laughs> y'all listen to me long enough. You know I can't speak. So, <laughs> but I mean, I just, I just think it's great that the younger generation gets to engage, like you yeah. said. No matter how, they're still able to engage with the gaming, the comics, Absolutely. the TV. The I mean, it's all merging. The media is merging. The entertainment is merging, and it's just cool to see as an old now, man that to, that stuff because that was us. That that's what we have. 
that our things, generation started that. Two things that I I I want to I want to mention, but one of them is you know I I've been to the San Diego Comic Con a couple different times when I was living there, and the thing that was actually sad to me to see was that the you know obviously the the origin of Comic Con was comics yeah, and the the way that the Comic Con has become so much more Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, and and video games that the the actual comic artists were pushed off to the very back corner of, of the convention hall. And it yeah. was a small little corner that nobody would go visit. Everybody wanted to go see the latest Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. or, or the latest or G4 yeah. or, or the latest um, uh, uh, like video game, uh, whatever it might be at that time, Uncharted or whatever it was. But nobody wanted to go see the actual comic artists. And that yeah. was, and I, made it a, I made it a point to go visit those comic artists yes. because they're the true heroes of this whole thing. That's sort of like what I was trying to say, right? Is that now those kids that didn't spend the time or the history or learn about it, think about it. Stan Lee didn't get his recognition until the last 20 years of his life. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and another thing too is this last, this, this whole uh, iteration of Spider-Man, uh, the amazing Spider-Man, I started collecting it from issue one, which was yep. from, uh, I think, 2018, maybe 2017 <laughs> yeah. when it came out. I have not missed a single issue, and this happens to be the iteration of Spider-Man that Stanley dies oh, in wow. real life. Oh, wow. so I have I have the two issues they that. dedicated. I, I I've got the two issues mint condition that are dedicated to Stanley. But the fact is to have this entire collection, and I've talked to the comic book store again. Mile High Comics in Denver, Colorado, is one of the largest comic distributors in the world. And wow. they happen to be two miles away from me. And so I talk to their owner a lot and I, and I go in there and I, I, I look at comics and he's, he's been so gracious because I was always uh, afraid of getting into comics because I'm like, oh, where do I start? And this guy was so helpful. He's like, no, man, don't, don't worry about where to start. Just, just get in, just get into the story and then figure it out. But I happen to be lucky enough to get the first issue of Spider-Man for this iteration. Anyway, um, the, the, he saves one issue every two weeks for me. Every two weeks, he saves an issue, mint condition. I come and pick it up from him. And to have this entire uh, iteration of Spider-Man, it's going to be worth some money someday. And I'm not trying to get into it for the money. I'm not trying to say I'm in it for the money. Right. You just but... admitted that on national radio you got a hookup. What are you doing? I got a hookup. I got a hookup. Mark that. I do. I got a hookup. But, but here's the thing is... I've been starting to get my kid. He's only three and a half years old. I've been starting to get my kid reading. And now, obviously, I sit with him and I read him with him because Good. he's going to rip the pages if I don't watch him. But I'll sit with him and read these Spider-Man comics because I want him to understand comics. And I never got that experience when I was a kid. The, Your the child other thing is I was way more advanced than I was at that age, so I'm just going to tell you that right now. You're well, sure thank you. I, I appreciate Mario that. Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong back then, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one thing I will say too about the Comic Con experience when you're there, that versus like when you're home, like you said, you can see everything mm-hmm. because even though it's five days of like nonstop nachos and hot dogs, <laughs> you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, That's how you, you describe Comic Con: <laughs> five days of nachos and hot dogs. You have to have the hot dog, the stale nachos, the, you know, the ambiance smell. That's what I miss, too. I miss the smell. Of Are you literally sitting here? Just, I can do without ever I smelling Comic-Con ever again. <laughs> you, you will never. But you can't see everything. So, like, what I would do yeah. back then, was, would, I would go to the con, right? And, like, I think I even called into the show once or something. Yeah, the you last did. Time. You did. And and. and when we got home and I'm exhausted, you know, because we spent a bazillion dollars on hotels and whatever, and get back home and you're like, let me watch what I recorded on G4 or whatever online and see, yep. like, what did I miss? Yeah, yeah. Because it's a whole other experience you watching it on TV versus I remember. you actually being there. I can't, re- like, I can't, you can't go to everything. So, I don't know. I remember G4. The, they had... had- they always we had, had that the, like, real tall booth. Oh yeah, yeah, up yeah. up there, and you would look up and be like, "Oh my God, that's G four. The announcement this that that happened, of course, this past week, which oh my God, was so super excited. exciting, yeah. super exciting. So, exciting. so for the for our listeners who don't know, G four TV, or otherwise we called it G four Tech TV, was a was an actual channel 
that you could get if you had, I, I want to say, Dish or Direct or one of those. Oh, you could have on cable, too. I, we didn't have it on my cable. cable. We had, yeah, we yeah. had it on my cable when I had cable. Yeah. And then when I, we switched, then we was able to get it. And I remember you had shows in there, and it was all tech. And it was, Screensavers. It was the tech of what was growing at that time, which was home PCs. Yeah. So all the gadgets, all the webcams, all the, you know, the, the cool games that were coming out. And they made the big announcement, and we, and it's crazy because Justin, you, me, Sean, I think Amanda was on it, Broadway, you were there too. We were just talking about that, going, why is G4 not on anywhere now? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like they stopped many, many, many years ago. Everybody went off to do their own thing. Why isn't this channel? This would be perfect to come back. Because we're at the height of technology now. Absolutely. You know I mean? So we're... Here's, what, here's what I'm thinking, though, because I, I heard the announcement the other day, and I thought... Oh, that's awesome. It's coming back. Who is their audience going to be? Because um, 90% of what I've been seeing, the kids are creating content online on Twitch mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, if they're already doing that and they're watching Twitch, is there going to be a G4 Twitch channel? Like, Ooh. is there going to be something like that where you can watch two things at once? Because already I'm in, like, four Twitches right now just what? lurking. If you think about it, the, the, the challenge for G4 right now is going to be, like, what do we focus on? Because the, yeah. it's so spread out. You've got gaming. You've got coding. You've got, you know, 3D printing. So they, I mean, if they're going to show us, the problem is if they're just going to show us product, we'll probably eventually get bored with that. Yeah. So yeah. we want to see the cutting edge stuff. You know, we're just throwing all oh. kinds of info out there. Ready Player Two. It's we'll coming out. out. We'll be out. Ready Player Two is already ready not a, for pre-order. Not a movie, but a book. No, the book. Well, it's obviously going to be made into a movie. I, mean, I don't know. On. Ready Player One was kind of a flop. Oh, you got to be kidding me! It really, honestly, it did not. It did not. It wasn't because as big. nobody, nobody got it. Nope, Steven Spielberg was the one that actually understood the importance of this. And if you go back, I swear to God, twenty years from now, you go back and look at it, it's gonna be like, oh, this is this is predicting history. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say something. Everybody's gonna hate me. I liked uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet better than I liked Ready Player One. All right, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, I'm I think I'm out, so I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> oh, man. No, there I was... stand with Andy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. I have one fan. Yeah. You guys are dead to me. <laughs> I got to tell you about a product that I'm going to take a look at uh, for television. I got to say, once I got the confirmation that I'm getting it, because, you know, uh, that the process works where if I see something and I think, okay, I want to do this as a TV segment, this product I saw an uh, article on CNET. And I said, thank you, CNET. And I said, this is cool, but over the top. So I decided I, I really wanted to take a look at it. It is, okay, so think about it. In our, in a, and Broadway, you are one that has totally geeked out your, your home. You had your kitchen. I remember you got your kitchen. You had your 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 refrigerator, then you had it tied to your. Didn't you do your microwave? Did you do my, or your yes. oven or something like that? Wash all every appliance in the house is controlled remotely. So you can <laughs> you can say turn on the oven or you can do all that, right? I can I can set we can set we can set the gas oven to come on at a certain time. With that's the really in there. That's really yeah. dangerous, though. That's I mean, scary. you get a hackers no, go in, they can I'm set your like, oven on. <laughs> I, like, I said I could do it. Doesn't mean it's still working. Uh oh, I said uh -oh. it could be done. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. Kohler even has one. You could turn on the. You could turn turn on the sink, which I think is pretty cool. You know, oh, cool. the water in the sink to feed the dog if you need to. You know. Okay, so let right. me tell you about this. All right. Okay, Google, flush the toilet. It'll do it. <laughs> Kohler, <laughs> Kohler is making them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Google, stop. <laughs> so I got to tell you this product. So it's from uh, Revolution Cooking, and it's called the Rev 180. It is a toaster that has an LCD panel on the toaster. Wow. So you look at the, it; looks like a regular toaster. It's a two-slot toaster. You can put your toast in, and then you go to the panel, and you can say, "I want it dark. I want it crispy. I want my waffle cooked this way. I want my pop tart cooked this way." Right? And you do you realize that there's other ones that have just a slider that you can do that with? <laughs> yeah, but those things never worked. I, I, I always had, yeah, those analog <laughs> things never work. You got to go digital in this day and age, my friend. And so I looked at this, and not only that, it has special warming technology for heating up the the food. 
I am going to get the best tasting Pop-Tart ever. And I, I got I to gotta say, I'm over the moon about this. So let me tell you, I am going to look at this product. I'm going to show it. There's a lot of excitement in it. This product is available. You can buy it at Bed Bath & Beyond. There are people out there that like to have everything as tech as possible. So for those that want the tech kitchen, the full tech kitchen, this might be a great solution for somebody. I like it. So this uh, this toaster, I'm going to show on television. We'll put a segment up uh, on our website at Tech Talk Radio. I want to thank everybody that has been coming to techtalkradio.com, downloading the radio shows, listening to them when they want. You know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and I just love how this this show is. And I, and I thank you so much for listening because our number count has gone way up. And I think Amanda's helping a lot. You've been sharing it. <laughs> I like, don't know. I just share with friends, I guess. So that's awesome. People, I'm great. people I'm are glad. checking it out. So it's great. Hey, I wanted to tell you something real quick. Uh, there is a movie that came out on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Justin. I mean, you have a, a young child, so mm-hmm. it's called Animal Crackers. And have, have you seen it, Amanda? I haven't seen it, but I've heard really good reviews about it, so I want to see it. Is this a movie or a series? It's an animated movie. It was actually filmed in 2017 and never released cool. until they made a deal with Netflix, and that's why it is on. Well, what's really cool about it is uh, there it has some music in it. It's about a like an evil circus uh like circus ringleader and you know who's it's just it's kind of a cute story. Oh right? wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta watch this. But uh, rescuing them or something. Yeah, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yeah, John Case is in it. in it. Yeah. Yeah. It features music from Queen and it features music from Huey Lewis in the news. They put out a video, uh Huey Lewis in the News, and it's on YouTube if you want to check it out, uh, from the film. And it uses eight bit characters as the characters in the in, in the video. So if you remember playing the old days of Sega games and all that stuff, all the characters are done with 8-bit video characters, which I think is just absolutely a blast. That's awesome. So if you get a chance, you'll find that on there. One of the things we know is that Amanda recently got herself, you had ordered uh, a laptop, a Sega laptop. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Did you get that in? And what are your thoughts uh, if you if you got that in and got a chance to... To give it a spin. It's it's in. So it came in like five days. Wow. Literally like got to my house five days later. And I was I was not expecting it. Just rub it in. <laughs> rub it in. We'll and get so, back to that. So I hesitated at first because I was so excited to get started. And I wanted to get my Twitch channel up and going and like start gaming again and do all these things. Because I was excited. You know, I want to play Minecraft and do all these things. So Wait, wait, I hold on. I, you got a whole new computer to play Minecraft? No. <laughs> gone justin so i bought this new laptop because i wanted a a bunch of different things so if you go back and watch a couple of shows ago it, it the, i think it was last episode or something wasn't it like where i explained what the things were mm-hmm. on it yeah i don't even remember now they're they're just it's a very powerful laptop it's a gaming pc laptop basically amd or intel it's, i thought it was an a, intel it, no it's ryzen pretty powerful as a as a laptop and so i wanted a laptop i could travel with for for my other work and game on. So I pretty much got something really souped up and fast and it's faster than I would have ever expected it to be. And it came in five days. I wanted to do an unboxing. I thought, okay, I'll do an unboxing. This will be cool. I'll, I'll record this. So how am I going to unbox a laptop that I'm going to use for Twitch with my laptop being in the box? So right. I was like, oh, I'll be smart. I'll use my old laptop. Yeah, that failed miserably, oh, man. and um, it didn't record with the streaming stuff I was trying because it's not like the old days of Ustream. Apparently, you can't just record something and it goes to the the cloud or wherever it goes. It has to be into something else, so like a restream or a whatever you use. And I'm like, okay, well, that failed miserably. I'm just going to open the laptop and start streaming. So then I get on last week, and I'm like, we'll see who shows up. And I tweet it out, and I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm going to go here, and I start talking about Comic-Con stuff right. coming up. I think I had like one person show up, but the, the the camera was so clear at that point that I like you could see pores and wrinkles in my forehead. So I'm not quite sure if I like the 4K streaming thing or not, but well, you're, so far the thing is like really fast and I just, I love being able to game on it. You're on that right now, right? You're on that, that on laptop right because yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed her camera is super crisp. Mm-hmm. It really is looking good. So yeah, I love it. It's definitely it worth good. it. I guess I'm I'm so happy for you, Amanda, that you got a really nice laptop for gaming, and you can travel with it. 
the, the thing is, is, this is just my personal opinion on it. I would never buy a gaming laptop. And, and the reason why is because you can never upgrade them. You know, once you get... Oh, no, that, no, 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 uh -uh. Justin. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, that when she, we were going through... The, you were off when she was going through this. This company, uh, Sager. Okay. They... Please have, enlighten me. Go, <laughs> they have made it so she can actually do upgrades and modifications yep. on this. Okay, so that's new. Because yeah. ever ever since the, the iteration of... Of, of laptops, you could never upgrade them. They were just made it so hard to upgrade. Nope. Oh, Whoa, my so Asus Republican Gamer, I can upgrade. Dual yeah. hard drive spots. Uh, okay, hard drives, RAM, yes. But I'm talking about processor. Well, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about I'm talking about uh, video card. I'm talking about motherboard. Oh, you know, heck, things like I that. No, you the can't. Wireless, I upgraded the wireless card to a 5 gigahertz. I upgraded the memory, the hard drive. They do say you can upgrade the uh, CPU cooling and also the graphics on this. There is a and yeah. Does, there's a there's an external. I know that there is an external graphics card that you can get where you actually take over the graphics off that motherboard and run it externally on some gaming laptops. I think the the definition here is a gaming laptop, and there's some in the market you're going to find that will price themselves at around maybe eight hundred dollars and less is going to be different than a gaming laptop you're going to spend about two grand on. That's uh -huh. where you're going to get those upgrades and modifications, which is yep. pretty much what you were able to get. That company, SagerNotebook.com, like that's where you would find it if you're looking for it. Um, they just, like I said last week, they had one of the best customer service experience I've ever had. After I got my laptop, they sent me immediately an email. Hey, your laptop's there on the front porch. I got a notification. I was in the pool. So I jumped out of the pool, got my laptop, brought it in the house. He called me and he's like, oh, I see you got your laptop. We wanted to follow up with you. That is so cool. You're like, yo, I haven't even opened the box yet. <laughs> Chill, bro. <laughs> right? So yeah. So anyway, it's going. It's running. I've been running it a couple weeks almost now. And it's a couple weeks. Yeah. A couple weeks. Now, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What do you mean by that, John? So yeah, John. Uh, you have been going through a little, a little problem animosity with a big parts supplier that provides uh, parts when you buy them. Let's that... let's just let's just say not to be mentioned. What was two <laughs> two different not to be mentioned? All right, parts suppliers. All right, now what's been the problem? So I ordered everything on July 10th. I pulled the trigger. I made sure that everything that I ordered from site. A had it in stock and were shipping it themselves because I have a prime exclusive with them. This site they, sells everything they, from A to Z, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> and sure. then the second one is sort of like, you know, I'm a chicken guy, so I love eggs. <laughs> I really, I really was leaning towards. Do you like old <laughs> eggs or the other? No, I love new eggs. Yeah. But sometimes you get a cracked egg. And let's just say all of my orders were done. I made sure they're in stock with company A, and I made sure they're in stock with company Egg. And <laughs> whoa, whoa. Sorry, Listeners, at this point, if you don't know who he's talking about, I can't help you. I make sure it's all in stock with everything. I make sure everything's in stock. I'm talking case, motherboard, CPU, fans, even thermal paste. Like, I go down to the nuts and bolts of it all and make sure that it's being shipped directly from these two suppliers because we all know third-party shipping and COVID stuff and everything just kind of yeah. gets blown yeah. out of proportion. Yeah. I was promised two days. I had to pay for two days at the egg place. I had to get it free with my membership. None of it got here the first wow. week. First five business days, nothing shows. I have to wait seven business days before company A even allows me to file a claim. Company Egg doesn't even know where company A or company themselves right. shipped it because they, they said, oh, it wasn't well, us. You it live in the middle party. of nowhere. So, yeah, I live an hour outside of Minneapolis, St. Paul. So it's not like I live out in the middle of nowhere. Yes, I do have no neighbors, but I still have a truck that can drive. Is there, has there been anybody that stepped in to try and resolve this for you? So company A did uh, uh, they just point blank said, "Oh, we think it's lost." And I said, "How do you mean lost?" And they said, "Well, we've been getting a lot of packages stolen." Now, this is honestly the truth. A lot of UPS trucks are beginning hijacked and like broken into during these times because wow. so many people are making a lot of online purchases. Yep. So I literally was like, I was like, "Wow." So I ordered 
you know, the, the items I ordered were out of stock everywhere. So yeah. I actually got like one of the last ones of the 570 brand motherboard, the AMD Ryzen 7. It was a very cheap, good price on sale. So a lot of people during COVID have been building PCs. So these are much wanted items. So they told me it's probably stolen. So we're going to reissue your order. Wow. So they're going to ship you out this this product to replace it in the meantime. But you've been wanting to build this and you were very excited about it because you ordered it right around the same time Amanda ordered hers. Yeah, it She's, was the same week. Yeah, that can be fun. That's why he's been sitting here shaking his head. You during your so story. you don't have yeah. somewhere local that you could go buy from? No. So Best Buy is the only closest. Like right. you joked yeah. with me before. No, Best Buy that. started in Minnesota, the Geek Squad. I mean, mm -hmm. it all started yeah. in Minnesota. I have to go to one of their corporate stores. But here, funny joke here. You remember all the electronics and appliances you, you guys, we talk about a lot? Yeah. I ordered them all through Best Buy because Samsung was doing a deal where if you buy all of their automated yeah. home stuff, you get the wireless and all this other stuff. Hmm. When I purchased it, I was promised five-day delivery, yet I am directly 54 miles from three different Best Buys, and all three of them were tossing it around going, no, you deliver it. No, you deliver it. So they were trying to pick the inventory out of each of the three wow. stores. So it took 10 days for us to get a product that was supposed to be delivered in five days because everybody kept saying we're kind of right in the middle of everything. Well, that's wow. kind of that's kind of a drag. So hopefully by the next show you'll have it together, you'll have yeah. it built, and you'll be ready to go. If not, what do you do? Can you escalate this and and contact corporate? What is that website address, Justin, where you could contact the CEO of a company? Oh, oh. the CEOs, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, emailtheboss.org. Emailtheboss.org. So oh, really? yeah, maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll try that. But I think I'm going to do something more like the last show where I threw my mouse through the wall. <laughs> you do that too. That that usually works. That, that was usually hilarious, works. but it wasn't funny. I mean, it was no. funny, but it wasn't funny. All right, listen. Oh, it was fun for me. With COVID nineteen, with the pandemic, with you know everything we have seen that has taken place, we're seeing this world of technology constantly changing. Every day, there is something brand new coming at us, and it makes our life more convenient. And uh, the idea of uh, going out to a car lot. And purchasing a vehicle uh, can be somewhat, uh, I'll use the word, somewhat romantic to be able to try all these different cars. Uh, but yet now the process can be done so much easier. And when you find out just how long cars.com has been around, I mean, it's not something that has just been here for a couple of years. I think you'll be pretty amazed. And on the line with us, we have the editor-in-chief of cars.com, Jenny Newman. Jenny, it's great to talk to you. How, you, how are you today? I'm Thanks so much for having me today. The technological process of buying stuff now has changed quite a bit. Tell us who who is the company, who is cars.com and you know what's the background on them? Cars.com, we are a digital marketplace and and what we do is we connect car shoppers with car dealers, but of course it's so much more than that. Um, we are here to help the car shopper and we do that through a variety of ways. We have unbiased editorial news and reviews. That's the department that I'm in charge of. Mm -hmm. We also have really wonderful tools and resources like dealer ratings that can help car shoppers gather all the information that they need. So they feel really confident when they're going in to make that car purchase on the other side of it. We also help the car dealers and the automakers. We provide them with um, innovative tech, data-driven intel to better help them reach car buyers. So we're really here to connect the two sides. And you were asking how long cars.com has been around over 20 years. Yeah. And a lot has changed, of course, over the course of 20 years. You know, we, we started as, as a little website back in the day um, with a lot of, you know, web 1.0 basically. And we are really proud to be innovating and still be here today and be such an important part of the car shopping process. Now, this can be really convenient. Like if I am looking for a specific vehicle um, and maybe, you know, it's a certain make of a car and I want to find, you know, this car, I can actually go through cars.com and with your network of the dealers, find the best deal and the closest location for me to be able to buy this vehicle. Yes, exactly. So if you go to cars.com, right there on our homepage, you'll be offered a menu where you can select the car that you're looking for. You can choose if you want to look at a new car, a used car, or CPO, which is certified pre-owned, which is like a little bit of um, 
it's a used car with some guarantees around it mm -hmm. and inspections of it to, to make it such a great deal for buyers. So you can do that right from our website. It's so easy to do. And what's great is you can search as close as just a few miles from your zip code, or you can, if you're really looking for that unicorn car, you can search the entire nation to try to find it. How'd you know I was looking for a car with a unicorn on it? <laughs> I mean, that's great. Those are hard to find. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, with the times that we're in with the pandemic, we've seen people m maybe not buying certain things. How about auto vehicle purchasing? Has this kind of cars.com kind of model of uh, being able to buy a car really kind of helped during this time? Oh, yes. Actually, it really has. You know, originally during the pandemic, our country was was shutting down and understandably so. But what we've, what we've seen as, as the country has been making adjustments, right, to life in a pandemic is we see that auto sales have continued. What's exciting is that the dealerships are open and they're working to provide, a, you know, a variety of ways for people to buy a car. Now, more than ever, people need those cars. Yeah. They need them to be part of their daily lives. The Centers for Disease Control issued guidelines not too long ago that recommended that people returning to work consider using transportation that allows for minimal contact with others. So that's walking, that's biking, or that's, here we are, riding in a car alone or with family members. So yeah. cars have become, cars have always been an important part of life here, but now even more so as we are navigating the ever-changing world of this pandemic, a car is critical to daily life. When consumers go to the cars.com website, and it's a really well laid out website, you know, I go to it and I can easily find what I'm looking for, whether I'm looking for, you know, a pre-owned vehicle, a brand new vehicle, or if I, I, if I want to shop, if I want to look, I can do that. What are most consumers surprised at, though, when they go through this process and they begin to look at cars.com? I think a lot of shoppers are surprised by how much cars have changed over the years and for the better. Mm -hmm. But you know, the average person is holding on to their car for a longer amount of time. Uh, it recently was announced that people are holding on to their cars for an average of 12 years. And a lot has changed in mm. car technology and safety features in that time. So, you know, I think it, it, it can kind of take people aback a little bit. And what's great about our website is not only can you shop for a car, but really there's a ton of great articles and reviews and, and just different sorts of information, video reviews that allows you to, to sort of get up to speed and learn about this different, all these different sorts of technology that are out there, um, the brand new safety features that frankly, you know, you should be considering to help you get up to speed uh, for the car shopping process. We're talking with Jenny Newman, the editor-in-chief at cars.com about the process of uh, using their website to take a look in and maybe purchase a vehicle uh, through their network of dealers that are associated with them. You know, when, when a consumer is, is deciding, okay, I want to get a car and maybe I want it to have Bluetooth. I want it to have, you know, the, the seats that can recline all the way. Can they get this kind of presentation without having to get up uh, out of their home and being able to sit in front of the computer and look at these vehicles online? The short answer is yes. You can find that information on cars.com. You can drill down to... Uh, looking at not only the year, make, model of a car, but you can look at a specific trim. And from there, you can see what all the different features are that are being offered on that car. It's, it's really fantastic, right? Because if, if you know that, for instance, Apple CarPlay or Android Auto is something that you must have in your next car, it's, it's, a, it's fantastic technology. It really helps bridge your phone and your car. It's, it's this interface between those two worlds. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know that you want that, you can find out information about that, whether that's through a news article in the editorial section or whether that's in the um, the research section where you're you're digging into trims, you're learning more about what what trim which trim has what. Oh, that's very cool. And you can also get uh, all of the you know mile per gallon. Uh, if, if you've got a hybrid, the performance ratings, you can find that stuff at cars.com. Not only that, but also, you know, what's really important too is, is after you've purchased a car, it recalls, right? So yeah. you can go back uh, and, and kind of check in on your car and see if there have been any recalls, for instance. So, oh, nice. you know, it, it's, we're continually updating those pages and that information. One of the jobs that I had a couple of summers ago, and I was just talking to a friend of mine about it, and we were talking about how much fun it was. 
is I, I actually worked at a dealership uh, taking photos. And it was kind of like a side gig. And I would go around and I talked about how fun it was, but it was 114 degrees on the blacktop taking photos of these cars. <laughs> However, now with today's technology and with, you know, the, the site like cars.com, this is giving great opportunities to photographers and videographers because dealerships are saying this is important because, again, it presents that vehicle to the consumer who's looking at it online. Yeah, that is so true. And photos and and even video are critical when it comes to selling a car, right? You you if you're the shopper, you want to know exactly what the what this car looks like. What I think is even more exciting is in this pandemic, we are seeing dealers do something called virtual appointments. And this is a, a badge that you'll see on individual car listings on cars.com. But what this dealer is willing to do is to basically FaceTime you, video chat you through your phone and walk around the car and really go over all the details of this specific car. So, you know, it's, it's taking a little, it's an acknowledgement of the times that we're living in right now. And it's, it's an acknowledgement that maybe I can't go spend all the time I want to spend at the dealership. So this, this virtual appointment allows you to ask questions, to see the details. If you're looking at a used car, perhaps you see a little scratch in the bumper and you can, you can note that that's there, right? right so you're right. getting a real sense of what that car that you're considering is, is going to look like in your life. So I want, I want our listeners to, to make sure they understand that cars.com, they go to the website, where they're getting all the protections that, that we get by buying from that dealer when it comes to warranties and safety. There is no difference than them walking in, except they're starting this process and doing this and being able to shop through cars.com. We are the ones who connect you with that dealership. And so we have a variety of tools like online chat, you know, that allows you to have those quick conversations with the dealer. I'm interested in this car. Let's talk more about it. Right. Um, what's really interesting, I think, is that we're seeing automakers react to, to the times that we're in right now. So, for instance, Volkswagen um, will allow you to purchase your car entirely online. With other automakers and dealerships, you can do the majority of your negotiations remotely. So you're on your couch and maybe they're on their couch or most likely <laughs> at the dealership. Right. right? Yeah. But, you know, it's important to know that for most people, you'll probably still need to get together to sign on the dotted line, yeah. but many dealers on cars.com are more than happy to drive your new car to your house for the signature, for the signature and the key handoff. And you can find those dealers. We have an, actually, we have another badge and it's called the home delivery badge. And you'll see that also on car listings. And those denote that the the dealers who are who are willing to go that extra mile for their customers. Finding a, a dealership that that you feel comfortable with and that provides excellent service, that's just another way that we're here to support the complete life cycle of owning a car. Now, some people obviously are in the situation where they might say, well, you know, um, I really need to finance my vehicle. You make that connection with the dealer. That's something they do with the dealer, correct? That's nothing. They don't go to cars.com and do that there, start that process there. Correct. Yeah. You know, and what I would recommend is that you, as the shopper, you do your homework before you, you go into the dealership or have that um, online conversation with the dealer when it comes to financing. You want to, it's kind of like, you know, getting a mortgage, you want to go to your bank or to credit the credit union, you want to shop around a little bit to see what the rates are out there so that you are, are well armed and very knowledgeable when you are ready to make um, ready to, to, to finish the purchase. So that way, if the dealership offers you financing, you'll know whether or not that is better than what you have already or not, right. So yeah. when I when I last bought my car, I walked in with basically my car loan information ready to go. And then of course the dealer offered um, a really great financing deal. And so I went with the dealer, but it's nice to have options. And, and I think the dealers really appreciate shoppers who are uh, well-informed, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you can do that on our site. Right. And, and they're coming in and they're ready to get this done. They're, they're looking to move quickly and with speed, um, especially right now. I'm, yeah, and I'm looking at your website right now. I'm looking at cars.com right now. And it's, it's really cool because, uh, say I wanted to buy a Nissan frontier, the 2020, I can mm -hmm. go to the website and actually read reviews that are done by cars.com staffers with some photos. Yeah. And you know, these are going to be non-biased. These are like, Hey, this is what we experienced. 
This is what this ride is all about to help me make the decision as a consumer. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Um, You know, I'm going to brag a little bit about my team. They're fantastic. They are automotive journalists. They have been doing this for many years. They are unbiased, right? They don't have a favorite automaker. Um, And the, you know, sort of the, the amusing fact is, and many of them will tell you they've been doing this for so long and they've seen all the bells and whistles that, you know, the excitement is sort of gone for them. Yeah. So, uh, it's always good say, to the give them some love then. Gone, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so they're, they're very, um, they're very focused on helping the shopper and really delivering information that's going to help you make your purchase. So whether that is through our hands-on testing, you know, we'll, we'll take several cars in the same class and test them all together and, and let readers know which one is the best. We just did our compact sedan challenge comparison test. And of the three cars we tested, the Honda Civic came out on top, right? So hands-on testing, um, we live with these cars, we we use them in our daily lives, and we report back to the readers um, to, to share with them what works and frankly, what doesn't. Because as we all know, nothing is le- in life is 100% perfect. Yeah. And so we're here to, to tell both sides of the story. I do like it too, because uh, listeners can also get reviews uh, based on the experience they had. So, you know, there's nothing yeah. better than going into a dealership and just, you know, really feeling like, you know what, I really made a great deal. I got the vehicle I wanted. The dealer was friendly. They followed up after the sale. I mean, you can get those reviews and find out some dealerships that you may definitely, and it's all available for you to check out at cars.com. I really do like that. The dealer ratings is fantastic, right? Because one of my friends said, we're, we're living in a Yelp world. And and this, this is a reflection of that, right? We want to know what other people's experiences have been with dealers and particular salespeople. So it, it's really a helpful tool and it helps the shopper find the right person for them to work with. And anything that can make the car shopping process smoother is, is always a plus. All right, Jenny, our listeners uh, decide they want to, they want to go ahead and get the, the buying process started. What should they do? You're going to want to do as much of it online, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't, you can't test drive a car on the internet, but you can do almost everything else without leaving your home. So research the vehicles, um, uh, you know, do the credit applications as much as you can online, of course, with your bank. And then also um, as you're working through the negotiation process with the dealer. Another thing, of course, is as I mentioned earlier, dealerships are open and they're doing really great work to be responsible in yeah. these times. So they're practicing social distancing. They are, of course, you know, they're, they're cleaning the cars. Everyone's, everyone's masked up. So they're following all the guidelines and creating a safe environment uh, for, for people who do want to go to the dealership. I would, of course, encourage you to make an appointment and maybe not drop in like we used to back, in, back oh, before yeah. these times. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I, I always like to go to the dealership like a minute before they closed. It was <laughs> I always thought it would pressure them a little. Yeah, it never worked. Awesome. No. The one last thing I would I would really tell people to think about is just right now, know that dealers are more than willing to work with you, right? So whether that's bringing a car to you to your home for a test drive or when you decide you want to purchase the car and wrapping up the paperwork, frankly, in your driveway, if that's if that's something you can do, just, just know that dealers are, are really willing to work with you and, and ready to do so right now. Great stuff. Jenny Newman, thank you so much for coming on. Want our listeners to check you out at cars.com and uh, look forward to talking to you again in the near future. I'm, you know, my wife's fuel pump just went out. I might be in, I might be doing it myself (laughs) looking at a car. Anyway, thank you so much. Sounds good. So you've got a cool website or game of the week. Yeah. So I found this really cool game on Twitch. It was a friend of mine that I was watching actually today at lunchtime. And um, it's a game called GeoGuessr. Have you guys heard about that? No. What is is that? Where like so, it's like where in the world am I or something like that? Yeah, it's like where in the world's Carmen San Diego kind of thing. So you, so you, I guess the the premise of the game from what I watched them play is you click on GeoGuessr, and then you make a, like a quick account. You go to different parts in the world, and then you look around the world like in 3D and try to figure out where they sent you. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. There's, there's a website. Yeah, the, the, I think that's the website you're talking about. It's yeah. w- What is the website name? It's called GeoGuessr. G-E-O-G-U-E-S-S-R. Yeah, there's no E after that. Uh, those two S's. 
but they're saying that this is really kind of a new tool for teaching geography. Absolutely. Well, like we do something in the classroom called Mystery Skype, and Mystery Skype is kind of the same premise. Like you can go on Skype with another mm. classroom throughout the world or a different time zone kind of thing, and the students are kind of guessing um, yes or no questions with one another. Oh, I and like so it. they'll ask the questions, they'll have maps out, and they'll be like, okay, are you east of the Mississippi? And they'll be like, yes. And then the other class asks a question. And so it kind of, it's kind of like a, a 3D version of that. And I'm thinking like right now, since the, the classes are at home, you know, the kids are at home, they're doing stuff. That might be like a fun game to play as a teacher to get the kids out there and look at different places in the world, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to play it with some friends. I think I'm going to Twitch stream it maybe I, pretty soon. So. I like the idea behind this. However, going to the website right off the bat, they have an ad right in the middle of the top of the page. It's one of those those uh, fake ads that tells you to mm. click start. Right oh, off weird. the bat, I got a one that says click start to begin. You click that, it takes you to another third party. So they need to do mm. a little bit better with their advertisers because a kid who's going to go here is going to click on the start button right away because they think that's where they need to go. And they're going to get ended up. You're going to get directed to a third party website that could contain malware or, or whatever else it is. That's not cool. So I wonder if we could put it into another application that would filter that out. So like for, like, for example, sure, like we use filter a pie out hole. certain things, right? Um, certain applications, you can filter out the ads or whatever. I yeah, use a, use a Raspberry Pi with running Pi Hole. You can filter out all these ads. Yeah. yeah. But I've, mm -hmm. I've turned my Pi Hole off, and I know that sounds <laughs> disgusting, but that's really what it's called, the Pi Hole. Yeah. It's Raspberry Pi. It's an ad blocker that runs on a Raspberry Pi, and, and you can turn off ads. So it, it blocks all the ads on on. Anything that's connected to it. I really like the concept, though. Uh, it is again, really cool. Education. Yeah. And they have to make their money. So I guess, you know, maybe that's a way. Sure. It, but I just wish yeah. they would mm, find yeah. out who their advertisers are. Right. Yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten to websites like media websites, big media websites. Oh, yeah. Me too. And sometimes it's like, wow, you guys have so much spam on here. Oh, I don't even, get our, it. even our even our local TV station apps uh, that take you to their website. Yeah. You go to the website to look at a story. All of a sudden, your 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 website tab gets taken over by you've been selected to number one. Hey, yeah. Click here, and it's like, yo, dude, you've got spam ads, you know, and they and they don't know about it because they just sign up for an advertising service, right? And the and they put ads on the official news media website. They don't know what's on it. It's the yeah. advertising service that's putting all these. Now, if you had Less a if, than, if you had a pie hole on you know running, would you yeah. be able to to block that ad? Absolutely, yeah. cool. instantly. All right, and how do you get those pie holes? So uh, you just need to well, <laughs> being so serious, how do you get that pie hole? How do you get that? Well, to get a pie hole, Andy, uh, actually, you just need to get a Raspberry Pi. You can you can look up pie hole p i h o l e, and it is a image of Raspberry Pi. It's a Linux distribution. Uh, you can put it on a SD card, you put it into the Raspberry Pi, you boot it up, you do a few little configuration things, and then you all the all you have to do is set each of your computers that are on your local area network to use the Pi Hole as the DNS. All right. So instead of using Google DNS or your ISP's DNS, you use the Pi Hole as your DNS. And whenever your computer requests a, a, a website, it's going to look through the pie hole first and find anything that is blacklisted. And by the way, these things always get updated. And if it okay. finds an ad or even a website that shouldn't be allowed, it will block it immediately. Yeah. See, like we use, we use um, like Ed puzzle for, um, for YouTube. So that way the kids could watch it and do stuff and interact with it. And you don't have to worry about them jumping on to some, something they shouldn't And they don't see. go on anything else. Yeah. And that's what the nice thing is about it. But. Oh, I like that. That's it for tech talk radio for this week. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Amanda. I'm Broadway. And I'm Justin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.